It's the Pikachu Project Project. Hello and welcome back to the Pikachu Project Project, a spoiler-filled re-ranking of all 22 Pokemon movies. I am one of your two expert hosts. My name is Gigi. I have seen every episode of the Pokemon anime. And I'm Walex, your co-host. I am a doctor and a big Pikachu fan. And that is his particular expertise. Um, So, to summarize very briefly, in 2015 we watched all the Pokemon movies that were out at the time and we ranked them. We watched them in chronological order, the order that they came out. We have decided that uh, due to this whole virus thing and us having a lot of free time, we should re-watch the movies and re-rank them. This time we are watching them in our previous rank order and seeing if we want to change any of their places. Uh, We are only including Pikachu Project movies, so no Detective Pikachu, uh, no special Pokemon shorts, nothing of that sort, no Pokemon Live, the musical, Um, (laughs) (laughs) although we might watch that anyway. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have Um, anything to add before we get into it? Should we let them know um, what has been happening so far in the podcast? So like, yes. We've so far we've ranked three movies that were previously at the bottom of our list. Um, they were um, Pokemon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea, Pokemon Two Thousand, and Genesect and the Legend Awakened. And our um, ranking based on what we had so far was still that um, we're going to have it. <laughs> yeah. The best of those three is Genesect and the Legend Awakened, followed by Pokemon Two Thousand, and at the bottom in its own tier is pokemon ranger and the temple of the sea yeah we did shift around the tiers a little bit but uh but yeah so far it stayed the same we'll have to see if that continues to be the case one last thing i want to say is that i am always impressed that you can remember the names of the movies (laughs) because i have enormous difficulty remembering their names and just as a little tidbit i want to say that uh our new proposal for the name of pokemon the movie 2000 which is the one with lugia and all the birds is angry birds yeah angry birds <laughs> because that is what the movie's about yeah. um so anyway let's get into our movies for this week mm-hmm. the first movie that the, we watched for this week was pokemon the movie hoopa and the class of ages yeah so clash of ages cla- very, clash very, of very sorry <laughs> pokemon the movie hoopa and the clash of ages i mean it would be fun if it was a class of ages where it was just all of the legendaries that show up in this movie which is all of them and they're just all in a class together (laughs) (laughs) with ash as the teacher yeah so um as always we will start off with a summary of this movie so this is the um was you know uh, again like further up in the rankings from the other three that we had but was pretty close to the bottom um the what basically happens in this movie uh (laughs) this is an xy generation movie so it's ash serena clement and bonnie are in the middle of the desert for unknown reasons (laughs) um and then they run into you know the famous uh desert in france yeah desert in france yeah (laughs) um they are in the middle of the french desert um, (laughs) and uh, they um, get pulled into a magical hole um, out of nowhere, and it turns out it's a little creature, mythical Pokemon named Hoopa, and he says, are you surprised <laughs> uh, when he pulls them over? And it turns out this Pokemon, which at the start of the movie you get an introduction, in ancient past was a giant um, 
like really powerful pokemon this genie looking guy who like literally like smacks down all the legendary pokemon just to show he can uh including like palkia dialga and kyogre groudon but you know now what we see today is a little sprite creature and he makes a hole and makes a bunch of pikachus come out which is maybe the only important thing <laughs> in this movie including all of the dressed up pikachu from um oras anyway <laughs> and his caretakers one of whose is named like maybe mire and the other one is named something else these two guys um go like oh sorry for hoopa pranking you guys this is our like buddy kid brother uh hoopa um and they say baraz and mire yeah baraz and mire i got one of them yeah i couldn't yeah. remember their names well actually it was just mire who's like you know there and yeah. then baraz flies in and is like i got the the um bottle the chained bo- chain bottle the <laughs> trapping bottle uh, which um he immediately uncorks because he has evil red eyes and this turns Hoopa into a big bad Hoopa again and Hoopa starts destroying everything and so they ma- uh, they manage to get the bottle open again and suck all of the evil back into Hoopa uh, back from prison Hoopa, bottle the prison bottle yeah <laughs> and so they're like you know we were hoping that Hoopa could you know be its true form without destroying everything but I guess we still can't do that uh, and so then they go hang out in the city for a little while uh, to try to figure out how to get things better. And then Team Rocket shows up and then tries to steal the prison bottle. And in doing so, Meowth opens up the bottle again and the Hoopa becomes a huge creature again and starts destroying everything. But or actually, that's not true. What actually happens is Hoopa um, tries to struggle to try to not... Break, blow up everything and turn into a big monster and in doing so ejects the evil portion of himself out as a big shadow ghost large hoopa while he remains a little hoopa and he's like I did it um, and uh, so now we have a big shadow hoopa who is his anger who is trying to make little hoopa disappear and so um, and now ensues a chase in which Ash and little hoopa and Mirei and um, Baraz <laughs> and Serena and, and Serena and, 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 yeah. <laughs> and are trying to run away from the big big Hoopa um, who is destroying everything and in the meantime they're trying to create a new prison bottle because the prison bottle blew up after it was opened that last time um, so that they can recapture the evil Hoopa so that the little Hoopa will not be killed in the meantime, Ash is trying to, like, hide little Hoopa from him. So there's, like, this chase through the city, and eventually the big Hoopa finds little Hoopa and is like, I'm going to kill you. And little Hoopa's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to summon a legendary Pokemon and summons Lugia. And then summons, shortly afterwards, Mega Rayquaza, Latios, and Latias. Um, and then Hoopa's like, I'm going to summon Dialga, Palkia, um, Groudon, Kyogre, uh, Reshiram, and Zekrom, and Kyurem. And they all have a big old legendary bash <laughs> while Ash is trying to hide. They're trying to make a um, new prison bottle by combining the powers of fire uh, from Breakson, water from Frogadier, and earth with this friendly Hippopotas, which Bonnie just recruits and defends. <laughs> um, and then they eventually create a new prison bottle and uh, capture... Well, they create a new prison bottle and just in time before Hoopa destroys the building and destroys everything, managed to capture uh, Hoopa again, I think. 
um, I think that's how it goes. Um, but as they're celebrating the fact that little Hoopa is safe from the anger, um, the space-time continuum. <laughs> and I wish there was a better way of tra- transitioning. It was pretty abrupt in the movie. Yeah. The space-time continuum starts collapsing around the tower because there's too many legendaries there. Yeah. And the only way to um, save everyone is to have Hoopa teleport everybody outside the break in the space-time continuum. And so Hoopa is released again and this time he's able to control it because over the journey he was able to understand himself a little bit better um but he can't escape himself so he is able to hoop everybody out of the teleport everybody through the hoops i hope i made that clear that he that's his power (laughs) um teleport everybody outside of the space-time continuum um hoopa tries to do that but he can't go through his own hoop until he believes in himself and there's like a lot of flashbacks throughout the entire um movie about him not feeling like he's a part of the family or something and then he and then ash and his family really do help him push through that hoop and get out of the place and it's really heartwarming because <laughs> now hoopa is feels like himself but they couldn't have done it without a last minute intervention by arceus yeah <laughs> who stops the space-time continuum just long enough for hoopa to believe in himself and escape that's the movie yeah, and then Hoopa helps to rebuild the big tower that got destroyed. Um, yeah, like kind of a Dubai-looking tower. I forgot the Raj. Ta- I can't. Remember I don't know what it's called in Dubai. It's called. Definitely, I don't know what it's called in the movie. Um, Dahara yeah. Tower. That's yeah. what it's called. Dahara Tower. Dahara Tower or Dahara okay. Tower. I don't know. So why don't we talk about what we thought about this movie before? Yeah. So this movie was ranked. This one we actually had ranked slightly differently before. Um, I had it uh, actually under the Genesect movie (laughs) um, in our old list, Uh, but we compromised and said, you know, maybe Genesect is worse, and we watched that one last week. But um, and then Alex had it above the the Genesect movie, but both of them it was pretty low. Um, And I think the reason being that it was really largely just an excuse to have as many legendary Pokemon on screen at the same time as as. Uh, possible um which was fun but like that's kind of it um (laughs) there is like you know there is a plot there's honestly more plot than i remember but like you know it's it's kind of really secondary to seeing uh ash ride around on latios and uh seeing all the legendaries attacking each other um yeah um all i have to add to that is like it's just really like a feels like a like pure id just like you know a kids movie like in the sense that it's like really simple themes it's just really like a lot of like repetitive hooks like hoopa always going are you surprised hoopa can do anything like you know just trying to get the trying to get the kids running around and yelling that as much as possible kind of thing which yeah i think i i don't remember if this was your comparison but i think it works too it's kind of uh like axe cop if you're familiar with axe cop very much written by like a six-year-old who's like my the best pokemon movie would be if if Latios and Latias got to fight uh, Kiram and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and Hoopa has a is able to teleport everything, but he can't teleport himself. And yeah, that's his fatal flaw. It's like really like a movie written by like you know a really 
precocious like five or ten year old who knows yeah yeah more like five i'd say yeah so it's it's really fun to watch in that way um but it does kind of end up being a little bit flimsy um, otherwise uh so that's that's pretty much why it was why it was ranked so low i don't think as with some of the lower movies i don't think i had too many like particular complaints other than there were a lot of points during the movie where i was like why is this happening um it's a little unclear why this is happening what and, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, put a magnifying glass to Pokemon movies, yeah. I, although I guess that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, there were maybe a few too many moments of, but why didn't they just do this? <laughs> like, especially, like, compared to, like, the Genesec movie, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I can see why we were thinking about this before. Like, the Genesec movie, by comparison, looks like, like, the makers that were actual, like, filmmakers who went to, like, you know, who understood, like... Storytelling. Storytelling, suspense, <laughs> like, you know, like... Um, trying to like set things uh, set things up, use like a Chekhov's gun here and there or something like that. Whereas the Hoopa movie definitely seems like it was written <laughs> like in a fever dream, yeah, <laughs> like a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so watching it again, yeah. Um, I I will say that there are a number of things that I viscerally enjoy. I think Alex feels the same way (laughs) about this movie. My particular thing that I love is when the space-time continuum is collapsing (laughs) for the first time and they realize that's going on. The first thing Ash does is go, Pikachu, use Thunderbolt. Let's go. (laughs) And Pikachu attacks the space-time continuum (laughs) with a Thunderbolt. It doesn't work. No. In other cases, it might. It doesn't actually work this time. Um, I mean, another movie in this very podcast we'll talk about defeating the space time continuum by using like ice beam apparently (laughs) yeah but that's for uh, later um but that that that's you know one of my personal favorite movies uh (laughs) i also think hoopa is like kind of cute like i think think i think people tend to think that the because a lot of these movies have like small mythical pokemon like saying cute lines over and over again in a high-pitched voice that's a common theme yeah Um, and i think yeah sometimes it's irritating but i think more often than not it's actually kind of cute and people are kind of harsh on it yeah um so i think i think hoopa is cute hoopa loves donuts which is cute because they're rings yeah his rings it's like it's 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 pretty sweet and he has like some genuinely like some genuine like uh pathos you know yeah like. and like there's a lot of like humor like you know here and there like they're not donuts they're donut shaped macarons or something like not macarons they're like donut shaped yeah, like pastries or something like that are, are they or are no, they Clement, just donuts no 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 serena makes donut shaped uh oh something. yeah oh my god which is terrible oh yeah <laughs> there's you know uh, a lot of humor to it. Um, yeah, the hippopotas. Yeah. You should talk about the hippopotas. Yeah, everybody remembers the magical moment in which, and meaning us too, because I don't know anybody else who's ever watched this movie <laughs> <laughs> other than us two and our friend Christine. Yeah. Um, shout out to Christine. Shout out to Christine. Um, <laughs> um, where uh, Bonnie recruits uh, hippopotas in like he, he hoopa creates a hoop he goes to like this little family of hippopotas and she just yanks a hippopotas in there and the hippopotas is like yeah yeah i'll come along and like you can like watch the hippopotas's face throughout the entire movie as it's just you know very friendly and cooperative in saving the world it's like you know this is really reasonable yeah it's very calm <laughs> yeah it's very calm it's not really alarmed it's seeing all these legendaries and going like wow that sure is something yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's also great because the the kind of like premise is that in order to recreate the prison bottle uh we need to have the powers of what is it fire water and ground yeah and 
they could have made it be like what Alex said this before. Like we could, they could have made it be fire, water, and lightning. and lightning, or fire, water, and grass, or like something that the characters already have. Yeah, a, a Pokemon, Pokemon of. of. Yeah, like Dedenne, for example, being a great lightning one. Like you know, especially yeah. since like most of the trios in Pokemon are fire, water, and lightning, yeah. like the Articuno's. But it but it almost feels like they went out of the way their way to make it a Pokemon type that none of them had, so they had to go get this hippopotamus. Yeah, from like the outskirts. <laughs> of town yeah. not even like a hippowdon like or an evolved yeah. one just like a small child uh, yeah. who they borrowed very that, cooperative yeah cooperatively marches along and helps yeah them and out. then at the end of the movie they just drop him back off yeah and he just goes back to sleep everybody's just waking up in the morning and he's like yeah. you guys won't can't imagine what morning i had yeah, <laughs> so all these other yeah also also it seems that everyone in this big city because a lot of these pokemon movies are in the in a big city that are unlike any big cities you see in the main show um it seems that everyone sleeps through all this stuff like we've got you know pokemon legendary pokemon like left and right attacking buildings and stuff and then like yeah i I don't know there's not really that many concerned citizens running around i guess there's some in this there's some in this movie actually a few react. There's here like and a there. small amount at the end when Hoopa has to like evacuate everyone right. through the rings. Yeah, but yeah. they're all very calm. Yeah, <laughs> they're all just very calmly walking through in lines, yeah. in orderly lines. Um, yeah, and the evacuation was very good, very safe, and yeah. like very effective. Seems. Yeah, and there's really not for the size of the city, really not that many people. No, yeah. Um, I think the the last thing I want to say. Uh, <laughs> that that uh, we both love about this movie is uh as Wallach said he summons um or hoopa the the evil shadow hoopa summons uh kyogre groudon uh um so all of these guys are flying in the air except groudon yeah is just walking around yeah. like a dumb small godzilla like the whole time <laughs> a very small godzilla very small godzilla um <laughs> Like, there's some great shots where like you see all these majestic like legendary pokemon flying in the air and then groudon's just like halfway submerged in the water just standing there yeah at some point like kyurem who's on the same side as groudon hits oh, yeah. him with an ice beam for no reason no reason at all other than just groudon just sit down yeah sit down groudon. <laughs> yeah it's pretty good yeah um, um, so yeah, I think my experience watching it again was just remembering that there were more lines in that movie than I remember there yeah, being. Yeah, there was more plot, like I said. More plot, more lines. Uh, less of it was actually just the legendary Pokemon fighting, although that was a lot of it. Yeah. But the highlights pretty much remain the same to mm-hmm. me, which is the um, Hippopotas, um, the like kind of humor here and there, and the kind of like... Um, I don't know, like lightheartedness in this really silly, silly movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, where he ejects his evil and literally, yeah, it's it's really silly. Yeah. Um. So re-ranking, are you gonna are you gonna re-rank this movie, Alex? Yeah, I think that I when I originally ranked this, I said that you know, oh, like viscerally, like it's like really high up for me, like hilariously high up on like my visceral enjoyment list, like the kind that I would make people watch just because it's a really silly movie. Yeah. But I would only I could not in like good conscience put it above like a lot of other movies on this list. And now I actually think that I can in good conscience <laughs> say that it's a better movie than the Genesect movie. Um, yeah. Which was its immediate superior, I think, in the original list. I still agree that it's better than Pokemon 2001 Ranger. Yeah. It's, you know, way too entertaining to be in, like, n- anywhere near those. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that it's 
in the same tier as Pokemon 2000 and Genesect movie, but above both of them in that tier. Um, and Pokemon Ranger is in its own tier at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. <laughs> I am also placing it above the Genesect movie now. Um, I, I really think I... Uh, I, I did not remember how much plot there actually was to uh. this movie. Like, while well, like I said, there's, like, some very heartwarming, like, flashbacks and stuff to, like, Hoopa's friendship with uh, Mire and Faraz. Yeah. Um, and their great-grandfather, who, like, was the one who, you know, helped Hoopa escape from his, like, evil self and yeah. stuff and taught him the ways of the world. Um, and it really is very sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think easily the best kids movie on this list like if i had like a very small child i would be happy to show them this movie it's got a lot of like yeah. running around yeah not that small of a child i could yeah. see them getting scared too that's true you know okay it's definitely a lot of legendary pokemon uh, yeah. attacking each other <laughs> yeah um but like you know the catchphrase is like were you surprised shows up in the credits song which is hilarious yeah, it's really she's silly. Like, tell me were you surprised make my wish come true yeah <laughs> and it's like one of the yeah. best like i cannot believe that this is the credit song which is like an enjoyable experience in a lot of like you know pokemon movies is to listen to the credit song yeah where they, like force the uh, title of the movie yeah. into the <laughs> credits yeah. and in this one they force like this really terrible like <laughs> recurring line yeah. into the credit song which yeah. is pretty good so yeah. yeah i think that on the strength of it's like you know heartwarming plot and like lighthearted, like you know just good good vibes like all around in this maybe movie. we should take some time during one of these episodes to talk about the credit songs because i feel Ugh. like they're kind of their own thing and they they kind of exist in quality separate from the movie. That's true. Like the Pokemon two thousand credits, like you've got like yeah. Donna Summer singing <laughs> "The Power of the One." Power it's like very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe that should be a separate, very <laughs> yeah. special episode. There's a lot <laughs> we of discuss all yeah. the songs, but um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm happy to put it above the Genesect movie, yeah. which puts it at the top of the list that we have so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is pretty amazing. Um, Hooper Ring. Ale Hooperi. Yes, yes, we're just, I'm a child. It's very quotable. It's very quotable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you ready to move on to the next one? Yeah. So, okay. the next movie is, um, was ranked higher than the Hoopa movie. Um, it, and so, this is the order we're going in. It is Pokemon Heroes, Latios, and Latias. And so, you know, it, it kind of demonstrates the strength of this format of going, you know, from our previous mm-hmm. list because this movie and the Hoopa movie despite being next to each other were very far from each other in terms of when we watched it yeah. like on the order of like weeks to months yeah this was the fifth movie fifth Pokemon movie and uh, the Hoopa movie was the 18th so yeah <laughs> probably months apart yeah. we watched these yeah um, you want to give a, a brief summary you really are better at that than I would yeah. be so I, I'm trying to like make it more brief but you know <laughs> some of these twist and turn yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't I should I feel like the first summary I do every podcast episode is going to go longer and I'm just going to yeah, get exhausted that's fine, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so um, Pokemon Heroes Latios and Latias take uh, Ash and friends and these are Ash who, Misty and Brock I guess yeah the Johto yeah. Johto crew um, Ash, Misty, and Brock to fake Venice, Alto Mare in Johto, um, where they are quickly introduced to the legends of the uh, city's protectors, Latios and Latias, um, while they're like you know having some fun, doing some island races and stuff like that. And so um, they go on this tour, and at some point they run into this mysterious girl who doesn't talk, 
and they save her um and then she like like runs away and ash chases her like really far and because she's she's getting attacked yeah yeah sorry um so she's clarified. she's getting attacked by these two Team Rocket members um, named Annie and Oakley. Yeah. <laughs> classic Team Rocket way of naming people. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, um, they get she gets attacked and then she runs away and then Ash chases her. And after. the reason that she's getting attacked is that she is Latias. They do we do know that oh, at this yeah, point yeah. in the movie. Yeah, okay. um, because Annie and Oakley are are seeking the Soul Dew, which right. is uh, I don't know a big important gem that they want for Team Rocket. Um, yeah. And they and they think well we can capture Latios and Latias as well, uh, and yeah. Latias can shapeshift into a human. So um, she's walking around the city, but they have some crazy technology that tells them that this is Latias. And that crazy technology her. is like a thermal camera that shows that Latias <laughs> is cooler than hu- regular humans. Oh yeah, humans. they say that that oh it runs it has a cooler body temperature than other humans. So, <laughs> There's also a camera easy. that like lets them see that it's just a little Latias like walking around. <laughs> yeah, that's really cute. Uh, anyway, um, so anyway, so yeah. Ash chases her, um, not knowing why she was attacked or anything, to this mysterious park. In which she gets, he gets attacked by a Latios, and it's like, whoa, it's a Latios. And then um, Latios's friends, Bianca and this guy who I'm just gonna call Mario because he looks kind of like his name Mario. is Lorenzo, but Lorenzo. he's clearly meant to like nod to Mario. He has a red T-shirt and blue overalls, and that's his outfit. Yeah. So <laughs> and he's um, Italian. So Lorenzo and Bianca are like, hey, Latios, you know, calm down. Like this is a, we're friends here. And then Latios is like, hey, I was this. Um, you know, this mysterious girl. I was actually Latias the whole time, and Ash was like, "Ah!" <laughs> yeah, and Ash was confused because he saw Bianca walking around, and Latias mm-hmm. likes to look like Bianca because they're best friends. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, like you do with your best friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, God, Bianca has hair that looks kind of like a Latias. Yeah. And at first, you think that that's just because Latias isn't good at disguising its hair, but apparently Bianca just likes to look like Latias for <laughs> yeah. fun. <laughs> I guess that's mutual. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so they f- meet Latias and Latios in this park, and Ash um, gets to see the Soul Dew, and um, Mario Lorenzo is like, um, no one must ever touch the Soul Dew, otherwise the water will disappear from this city and all sorts of bad things will happen. But Annie and Oakley, who had attacked Latias earlier, put, snuck a little camera and found out this is where they're keeping the soul due. Um, and so soon Ash leaves uh, and says, like, hey, it was nice meeting you guys and stuff. And then Annie and Oakley, like, get on the scene and um, attack Latias and Latios, capturing um, Latios and stealing the soul due and taking it to this museum where there's this powerful... Um, Alto Mare defense mechanism DMF or something I don't remember what yeah. it stands for um, which DMA they, defense DMA. mechanism of Alto Mare yeah we're, uh, we, that, we have Bulbapedia pulled up for reference right. <laughs> which we were introduced to earlier in the movie um, and they're like I'm gonna we're gonna use the soul dew in the DMA and then it'll make us powerful or at least Oakley feels that way yeah um, Annie's just like this is a cool gem and we'll steal it for Team Rocket um, um, and meanwhile, Latias escapes. Yeah. And she uh, shows up in the hotel room, Pokemon Center room, where mm-hmm. Ash and friends are staying. And through uh, this power that Latios and Latias have, what's it called? Vision? Sight share. Sight share. Sight sharing. Screen sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Sight sharing. Uh, they, she shows uh, Ash and friends what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can 
try to head over to, to the yeah, rescue. to where Latios is captured and is being used to power in some way both the Soul Dew and the DMA. Mm-hmm. And using the power of the DMA, Oakley's all, like, power mad now, and she's just like, haha, I can control the world from in here, and is able to activate all sorts of defense systems in the city and, like, really mess things up, honestly, in unclear ways. Oh, yeah, she can control the water. I forgot. She can yeah. literally make tides and stuff and seems very powerful. Yeah, but she also, importantly, uh, shuts gates all over the city. Um, so... Ash escapes at the last second uh, and is able to go uh, go try to help out. But Brock and Misty are kind of stuck at first. Um, And they end up sending their Pokemon along through the gates um, to go help out uh, so that Ash can make his way there. Yeah, and then we have this chase where um, Annie and Oakley summon the evil Pokemon, fossil Pokemon of the past, Aerodactyl and Kabutops, who try to stop Ash from um, reaching them. But Ash like dodges everybody, and with the help of all the Pokemon, and finally, Latias. yeah, and with the help of Latias, finally make it to um, the DMA, <laughs> where Oakley is going like, "Ha ha, you can't stop me!" and um, uh, Bianca and um what's his name lorenzo lorenzo are both trapped there going like no you can't do this if you do this then all of the water will dry up and sure enough just around then like all of the water starts going away um well actually not quite yet what happens is ash and friends try to free latios and they basically succeed Mm -hmm. um and by like you know smacking the orb prison which orb prisons are a common theme in pokemon movies by tackling the orb prison and latios Latios uses some uses some crazy power to interfere with it or something yeah yeah and latios does some crazy stuff too they smash open the orb prison and latios pops out um and then the dma starts going haywire all of the water gets sucked out of the city and um the dma traps oakley inside and they're like we don't know what to do what's going on uh and he's like all we had wanted to do was steal this gem i don't know why you had to do this and then um they realize that all of the water's gone but lorenzo says but the water's gonna come back and they go outside and they realize that the water's coming back in a massive tidal wave that yeah. is going to sweep um, sweep away the entire city. And it's destroying, like, entire islands on its way here. Yeah. It's a really large tidal wave. Yeah. Um, and so at that moment, Latias and Latios, like, you know, communicate with each other. And they're like, we have to save the city. And they shoot out towards the tidal wave. And then at that moment, Latios decides to sacrifice itself. Uh, and or actually they both do like this magical thing um, and um, basically Latios turns into this giant pillar of light going into the heavens and like a new soul do kind of like appe- uh, appears from there and Latias says like goes like sad sounds like <laughs> indicating that like she thinks that La- yeah. uh, Latios is dead sad airplane sounds sad airplane sounds <laughs> <laughs> and so um, the water you know like the tidal waves are stopped by this magical like power the water returns to the city nice and calm um, and at the last moment, they sight share one more time to see Latios ascending into space, into Poke Heaven. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like receding really far away from the Earth, like really far. Yeah, like so, so they're sight sharing Latios, who is climbing into the heavens through this pillar of light and just disappearing, disappearing, disappearing until it's gone and all they have left is the soul dew. Um, and then she's like, oh, man. And they're all like, well, I guess we saved it, but at the cost of Latios' life. And so 
that's basically it and then they you know uh, arrest annie oakley in the credits and then um ash and friends sail off but not before a mysterious girl who is either bianca or latias <laughs> um goes and kisses him on the cheek and gives him a parting gift of a painting of him and pikachu um <laughs> And they um, sail away, and it's like, oh my gosh, was that a Pokemon? It was definitely Latias. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Bianca is not into Ash at all. Yeah. <laughs> is usually yelling, like, you know, sort of acquaintances at best yeah. in the movie. <laughs> and then Ash and friends sail away, and that's the rest of the movie. Um, I guess the last thing that happens, though, is that you see Latias and two Latioses yes. flying into the distance, and we're like, what? <laughs> Yeah. So I guess, you know, there's some new Latios kids or, or something. something. Yeah. Um, so, so that's the movie. So that uh, that description may have felt a little tumultuous. And uh, that is part of the reason that I think this movie was ranked so low originally. Yeah. <laughs> is that it's a little bit um, confusing. It is not that exciting, quite frankly. No. Um, you don't really feel the tension or the excitement. Um but there clearly is some tension and excitement. Yeah, there, the I mean, there is some tension and excitement, but I don't think it is uh, effectively brought into the audience. I think, um, yeah. At the time when we watched this movie, we watched it soon after Pokemon 2000, which was kind of our low bar <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Um, and we were like, oh, wow, a Pokemon movie, you know, with characters, with, like, pacing. It's, mm-hmm. like, structured in, like, a movie sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, which was cool. But at the same time, it was kind of a slow-paced and boring movie with no Pokemon battles and not that yeah. many cute Pokemon. And, um, yeah, like, it was a movie, but not really, <laughs> not really especially, like, Yeah. And, and a little confusing, um, you know, doesn't, doesn't feel like it has a very snappy... Uh, yeah, it, it has very not much momentum at all. Um, um, which so let us to rank it like you know in the top of like one of our lower yeah, tiers, one of the last two tiers uh, above um, Genesect Hoopa, Two Thousand, and Ranger. Um, so yeah, our experience watching it again, um, I really forgot how confusing the plot was. <laughs> um, there were a lot of moments where I was like, "Are we supposed to?" know why they're doing this are we supposed to know why annie and oakley are why are they using this machine i thought they just wanted the soul do uh why uh are there two latioses at the end um why is latios sacrificing itself um there's just a lot of like questions about the kind of core plot that come up while you're watching it um it feels a little confusing i would say uh yeah, it just yeah. kind of is a little... That's my biggest thing. A little rambling. Like, I think when yeah. I watched it this time, I could see how I felt that way before. But I, I was at least entertained enough um, with the way that it went. Like, you know, people act with conviction. I think the voice actors were, like, quite experienced at that point. I think the characters of Annie and Oakley were pretty, like, distinctive and, like, mm-hmm. you know, well, like, realized, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, like, it really does have all of the features of a movie, but it did feel ultimately a little bit rambling. And... Yeah, I really feel like Alex and my contributions to that very meandering uh, plot description really is the experience of watching the movie. It's kind of hard to remember what flows into the next thing, so it's hard to remember what happens in what order. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really naturally flow into, like, the next part of the movie um yeah it just feels like a lot of things are happening sequentially um and you're yeah. not really sure why most of the time yeah i think this is the movie where like um 
uh, Ash is like running through like the streets of Italy and they're like so excited about the 3D effect that they had. Of, yeah. Um, yeah, they had a really long shot that was just looking at the streets in 3D. Like yeah, a really like, long like shot. A, like a, like a old like Windows 95 like maze or something like that. Yeah. Where they're just like running through this 3D maze. Yeah. Uh, of streets and yeah. It's. But your your point about the characters is true. Like the you know the characters are really you know there's good Ash, Brock, and Misty content, yeah, I think, definitely. for all of them. Um, you know, Misty wins that race at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, very, like, you know, in character. Yeah, appropriate. <laughs> very appropriate. There's some, like, cute moments with, like, Latias and Ash. Um, there, I think one thing they do really effectively is kind of showing us the relationship and the communication between Latios and Latias, yeah. which without them actually talking like most of the legendary Pokemon do, yeah. they literally only communicate through, ah! airplane speech oh my cat just looked at me very alarmed when i made that sound (laughs) um yeah but they do a really effective job of showing us like exactly what they're communicating to each other and what their relationship is um so the the movie does have a lot of strengths um yeah that the ones below it don't so that's why it's not like at the very bottom like none of the characters are like particularly deep or anything but you're they're well realized Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. which is to its strength so watching it... Well, I mean, that... Well, No, this is... That was kind of what we felt like watching it again. Yeah. We just, yeah, we just went into that, like how I felt. Yeah, so so watching this, it again, yeah. I would say I feel... I felt mostly the same and a little more confused than I remembered. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> mostly. Like I, I was saying just now, like um, watching it again for me, it was just remembering that, like, hey, like, you know, there are good features about this. It's mm-hmm. not as rambling as I remember it, though it was pretty rambling. Um, yeah. The characters were well-realized, so that's kind of how I felt. So, re-ranking... Re-ranking... Um, I, <laughs> I am going to rank this below the Hoopering movie. Um, I think we really were harsh on the Hoopering movie the first time we watched yeah. it, uh, because so much of the movie is fun, legendary fighting, but it does have a much more cohesive plot than the Latios and Latias movie. Yeah, it's very it's... easy to see how things flow into each other. You, you know, don't find yourself asking what's happening which is really a thing that you do find yourself doing during the latios and latias movie um and but i'm still ranking it above genesect and mewtwo want to home yeah um, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um because even though that movie might have a technically stronger plot this movie was yeah. certainly like more entertaining uh there was more i would say there was more narrative tension yeah um, it, it it had a better like structure of its plot yeah like you know sure Theoretically, like, the theme of Genesect uh, is, like, strong with, like, oh, you know, like, humans and Pokemon and, like, you know, trust and stuff like that and home and the three million years, whatever. Whereas in Latios Latias, it's just like, hey, don't steal things and also we're heroes, Pokemon heroes. You know, so, like, you know, sacrifice, you know, like, the themes are not, like, particularly strong, but, like, all the characters are just so well realized. You really can't compare... um, the the, two it, on that its level. strengths make up for the the meandering plot, I think, yeah. in a lot of ways, uh, but not enough to put it above the Hooper Ring movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, odd because, like, I feel like the Hooper Ring movie, like everybody is just so cartoonish. Like yeah. everybody is so like you know half baked as a character. <laughs> like you can't really say anything about Mireille or Baraz other than they're reasonable and love having fun <laughs> with Hoopa. Versus like I don't you know. know, I feel like their relationship with Hoopa is very. It's heartwarming, but it's, like, drawn in, like, you know, broad strokes. It's sure. very, Sometimes like, Sometimes you know, that's effective. Yeah, and I think, yeah. I think it is effective. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I am also going to rank Hoopa Ring above 
uh, Latios and Latias Pokemon heroes. Because despite the fact that, you know, originally I was just like, Latios and Latias is like a real movie. Hooper Ring is like a silly, like, <laughs> fever <laughs> dream, like, comic sketch, basically, like, was my original feeling. No, upon rewatching it, I'm like, you know, Hooper Ring actually, you know, it, you know, is it takes all of the things that it wants to say and delivers it in kind of a more of a fun and lighthearted package than traditional movie plot arcs feel like it should. Yeah. Like I, it's, it's way more of a real movie than I think either of us remembered. Yeah. 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 It, it like shows, um, yeah, it, 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 it shows that like, you know, you can make a movie and it can be a real movie without having to have like, oh, like here's the, you know, like trope of like, oh, here's like a mystery at the start and we'll go uncover and then we'll like, you know, it, it doesn't have like all of the rising falling action quite as like, you know, tied up as Latios and Latias <laughs> does, but it does have the movies, like it does have like, you know, the relationships built up and the themes all of that sorted out like just in time to uh, get there i think i think really what it comes down to for me is that uh it's a lot easier to enjoy a movie when you're not uh ask you're, you're when you don't constantly feel like you've missed something um yeah. or you're 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 trying to catch up or you're not really sure why a certain character is doing what they're doing yeah um it's a lot easier to enjoy a movie uh yeah when yeah. that's not the case. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Any any last thoughts before we move on to our last movie? Um, not really. Um, oh, I actually have one last thing. Uh, if anyone knows why there are two Latioses at the end of the movie, please tell us because we're really not sure. <laughs> yeah, we're really not sure. Also, I like the thought that that one of those Latioses and that Latias do then show up in the Hoopa movie. Yeah, that was the other thing because we were like, oh, because we watched the Hoopa movie first and we were like, oh, it's the Latios and the Latias from that movie. Cause both of us having forgotten that Latios presumably dies at the end of yeah, the movie. Yeah. So we're like, oh, I guess it's one of the, those Latioses. Yeah. Yeah, because in the in the Hoover movie, there's actually a small like like snippet showing the Latios and Latias flying through the canals oh, of yeah. Altamare. So they're that's clearly where they're from. Proving yeah, <laughs> proving that Hoopa dragged those Latios yeah, and Latias. Yeah, it's not like a different Latios and Latias. It's the ones from there. Um, like and, straight from the fifth. And they movie. seem to have they seem to recognize Ash in some way almost. So I yeah. don't know. That's another question. So if yeah. anyone has answers to those questions, please <laughs> let us know. I mean, um, they could have done better if they had two Latioses and a Latios. Yeah, in that's Hoopa true. Movie. Maybe that would have... The movie would have ended sooner. Yeah, um, I know. Hoopa movie. Not enough legendaries, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Okay, so yeah. Ready to move on? Yeah, so that's our first, like, you know, re-ranking um, in a different order. The Hoopa yeah. movie moving, moving up in the world. Yeah, uh, really. But can it beat... Um, the next movie on our list, Pokemon The Rise of Darkrai. And I just want to say that, like, I find it funny how, like, these movies all have, like, some subtitle, like The Rise of Darkrai or whatever, but they kind of just alternate between saying Pokemon the movie, The Rise of Darkrai, or Pokemon 5, The Rise of Darkrai, you know, like, whatever. And this time it's just Pokemon colon, The Rise of Darkrai. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, so there's some... similarities and differences between this movie and the Latios Latios, which made me a little confused in the previous summary, so I'll try to keep it straight. Yeah. Um, it's easy to kind of mix these all together sometimes. Yeah. So I'll help you out. This is the first Diamond and Pearl movie, so we have um, Ash, Don, and Brock um, coming to the city of um, 
fake Italy of Alamos a different town? kind. Alamos Town. Alamos Town. I remember that now. Okay. Alamos Town. <laughs> so. Thanks, Bulbapedia. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, John, and Brock um, show up in Alamos Town. And oof, this is kind of rough. I, I'm pretty sure they uh, immediately kind of like meet this girl named blonde haired girl named jeez um, what's her name <laughs> um alice alice Elite oh, alice. alice that's her name alice. that's right alice so so that was alice, my, out of my brain by the way not both right <laughs> alice I got flies that. them over on a hot air balloon with a yeah. chimchar over to um the uh this this town i island. guess island it's yeah. like it's like an island but it's on a big cliff yeah, yeah so i guess it's an island it's just yeah. kind of a really tall island yeah so um, um Alice flies them over to Alamos Town and is their first little guide. And so Alice says, hey, uh, let me show you around town. Al- um, Alice takes them to a Pokemon battle with three of the fully evolved starters. Yeah. Um, Alice takes them to... Yeah, they, a lot of the movies have this intro thing where they play a remixed version of the anime theme song of the time while uh, Ash, Ash and Friends' Pokemon either battle or like run around having fun. Yeah. They're, they were actually on a tour this time, and the battle happened without the song. Oh, no, no, it did happen with the song. Never mind. Yeah. I was getting mixed up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Alice then takes them to this garden where she's like, hey, this is an important garden um, where a bunch of Pokemon are playing. And, like, some of the Pokemon, like, get into a little cute little fight. Like, yeah. um, Pikachu, Piplup, and some Meryl and stuff get into this fight in the playground. And she's like, you know, I'm going to calm these uh, Pokemon down because they've literally formed gangs. <laughs> and are fighting each other. Yeah. Um, and so she takes this leaf and starts playing this song on uh, her leaf flute. Uh-huh. Um, and that calms all the Pokemon down. It's like, oh, what a beautiful song. And then Alice is like, okay, let's continue the tour. And then she takes them to, um, well, they keep moving through the garden and then get actually interrupted by um, this dude. Baron, Baron Alberto. Baron Alberto. Who's, like, clearly meant to look and act like a total jerk. Yeah. Um, um, who's just like, ha-ha, Alice, when are we getting married, huh? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah. is the first thing that she says, uh, he says. And then um, uh, this other guy whose name is... Tonio. Tonio That's shows her up. childhood friend, Alice's childhood friend. Yeah. He's, like, a nerd. Yeah. Um, and Alice is like, no, I like Tonio. Ha. And Alberto's like, ha-ha-ha, you're joking. Anyway, at that point, I'm pretty sure they notice Darkrai for the first time. Yeah, they time. think, they're like, oh, Darkrai's here, because everyone knows that Darkrai lives in this garden. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and Alberto's like, we have to attack Darkrai, um, because That's... he's a jerk. Yeah. So they see some, like, pillars kind of, like, warped, and they're like, this is the work of Darkrai, and they attack Darkrai, um, who shows up in this forest, and Darkrai's like, oh, and dodges... Um, the attack by Baron Alberto's uh, Licky Licky. Yeah. Um, and then shoots a ball um, at Licky Licky, who dodges it, and the ball hits Ash. And so Ash seems to get sucked into this weird world where yeah. nobody's around. And then uh, the ground starts warping, Pikachu, and he gets sucked into this hole. And then a dial- uh, Palkia, sorry, seems to scream at him. Yeah, and like whoosh through him like a ghost. Yeah. And then he wakes up in the Pokemon Center with Nurse Joy. And they're, everyone knows Darkrai. They're all like, oh, man, this was Darkrai because Darkrai causes nightmares. That's why everyone stays away from from Darkrai. Yeah. Um, and Ash is really mad. He's like, we got to get Darkrai. Yeah. Um, 
But then they're like, yeah, sorry about that. And then they continue their tour. And they go <laughs> to the big towers. There's the these space two, time towers. Two giant bell towers. Really tall. Yeah. Called the space tower and the time tower. And they go all the way to the top where they find this kind of like carillon piano thing. And she's like, hey, let's play a song on it. And then they With play. With these giant discs. Yeah. They stick a giant disc into it to play the carillon song. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. Um, and then they go down and there's like throughout this part there's like cutaways to tonio in his um lab going like there's something going on he's, something he's weird like is a, going clearly on. supposed to be like a nerd researcher guy um yeah. so he's reading he's reading old diaries from alice's family because yeah. alice's family goes way back um that specifically have to do with dark rye yeah but at the same time we're seeing cutaways that dialga and palki are in this weird space fighting each other too yeah and then we go all the way down to the um the courtyard again after they visited this tower and then Darkrai shows up and he's just like you shouldn't be here and then he starts like shooting stuff all over um and they're like you know and then they start to fight Darkrai and then yeah. Darkrai's dodging everything and then suddenly this huge white light like explodes between the uh, space and time towers um and it, I kind of don't really remember what happens um, after so, that. So so Darkrai so Darkrai attacks back all of the Pokemon. Yeah. And they all end oh, up yeah, in yeah, this yeah. like weird dream state where their souls are like floating around the city. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really creepy. There's like a bee barrel just like wandering yeah. around in space. Um so and like, so everyone's really pissed at Darkrai. <laughs> yeah. So they're all um, in the Pokemon Center and there's like ghosts everywhere, like ghost looking things everywhere. And then um Tonio finds out that the dream world is merging with the real world, and so people's like you know dream like states have escaped from their bodies and are floating around. They're like, we need to deal with Darkrai and R to uh, yeah. fix this problem. And Baron Alberto in particular is uh, hungry for blood, <laughs> and yeah. so and so goes to attack Darkrai. Darkrai uh, instead does some weird thing that turns Baron Alberto into a Licky Licky. Yeah. This is the most important part of the movie. Yeah. And um, now he's, I'm a Licky Licky. <laughs> which is really cute. Yeah. Uh, it's very and, cute. Um, he bursts into the Pokemon Center. They're, uh, they're all just like, we have a problem here. These ghosts are everywhere. He's like, I have a problem. I'm a Licky Licky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, I don't know what's going on. And then yeah. a bunch of people show up and they're like, we have another problem. And then they're like, Apparently, we can't escape the town. There's a giant fog keeping everybody in. Yeah. And then so they, um, Ash tries to run out of the town um, through the fog and then immediately just turns back around and, like, you know, yeah. Even though he's running straight through, he ends up running back towards the town. So, yeah. So there's no way out of the town. There's ghosts and everybody thinks it's Darkrai's fault. Yeah. So they all march off to go attack Darkrai. But Tonio's like, I don't think this is all Darkrai's fault. Because he's like, I think Darkrai's good. He saved Alice's life when she was a kid, apparently. Yeah. Um, so he's like, I don't think it's his fault. And everybody's like, I'm pretty sure it's Darkrai. We're all marching for Darkrai blood. <laughs> like... But Ash and Don and Brock believe uh, mm-hmm. Tonio and Alice. Yeah. Um, and so they walk back to the courtyard where they're expecting to like try to like deal with Darkrai or something. And literally, I'm pretty sure at this point, Palkia explodes out of yeah. the space-time continuum somewhere yeah. um, into the courtyard. Yeah. Shortly followed by Dialga. Yeah. And they, they for the rest of the movie, they are fighting, like, clashing above everyone. Um, yeah. So Tonio basically ends up figuring out that the uh that this this diary this stuff left by alice's grandmother alicia um basically show that uh that 
she saw a vision, right? No, it was Godi, the uh, guy right. who okay, Godi, built her, the towers. Her dad? Yeah. Her well, Alicia's husband. So her grandmother's Alicia's husband, okay, husband yeah. or her grandfather. So the guy who built the um, towers had a vision, right? Yeah, had a vision of this happening in the future, and so saved them a song yeah. called Erasion, uh, which um, was passed from grandmother Alicia, who was once friends with Darkrai, to Alice who yeah. now played that song. And that was the very song that she played on the leaf flute to calm the Pokemon down. So they figure out what they need to do is they need to play Oracion, the song, from the big tower before with the big discs. Yeah. So they find out that Oracion is on this disc in the tower and they figure out where it was. It's like kind of like hidden in some of the art in the lobby, basically. Yeah. Um, they... So so ultimately, uh, Ash and Dawn end up having to try to run up the tower, this very long spiral staircase, yeah. Um, while the city is kind of collapsing uh, around them because they realize that Palkia has brought the city into its own kind of little yeah. bubble of space. Yeah. Um, and as Palkia and Dialga clash, according to Tonio, it like yeah. brings the city closer and closer to just being like evaporated. destroyed, evaporated yeah. out of existence. And the reason that they're um, clashing is, we're not really sure why, but um, they're never supposed to meet each other, and now that they do, they're just continually at each other's throat, Dialga yeah. and Palkia. So, um, they're c- go- going up this tower, they're like really in a lot of danger all the time of falling way, many of them fall uh, yeah. off the tower and get caught at the last second. Yeah, because everything's are um, evaporating around them. Yeah, the staircase is evaporating, their hot air balloon is getting exploded by Palkia's yeah. thing, and then eventually they make it to the top of the tower. Um... And uh, they basically put in, and I feel like, I, did I miss something at this point? No, I don't think um, so. Basically, yeah, they're just continuing to fight. Oh, no, no, yeah, the important part is that, um, Di- um, sorry, Darkrai is trying to buy them time at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. Because every single time Dialga and Palkia crash, clash. Yeah, it brings the, it closer to being destroyed. Yeah. So Darkrai has been fighting Dialga and Palkia Trying to trying to attack them, trying to block their attacks from each other. Yeah, like fighting, but like more trying to prevent them from fighting each other. So at one point, in the, it puts in them between. in this in this big bubble. Yeah, so in this big like, Darkrai bubble. Dialga and Palkia like try to like shoot gigantic blasts at Darkrai, who's like standing between them, and then he stops their attacks and like puts them into a giant bubble where they're like stuck. But Darkrai's like, I can't hold them like forever. Yeah, and then. The bubble, like, you know, shatters just as um, Ash and Dawn are just about to get to the top. And he's like, you know, I'm not able to stop them. And Dialga and Palkia shoot giant beams at Darkrai, who explodes. And out of the clouds, you see Darkrai flying out into the sky and evaporating into the, like, into the, like, space-time dust that um, happens. So Ash and Dawn use Pikachu and Pachirisu's uh, electric power to power the... The organ thing. Yeah. Uh, Caroline organ. Caroline organ, thing. piano thing. Yeah. Um, and they manage to play the song. Yeah. Um, which calms Dialga and Palkia down. And repairs uh, Palkia's gem. Yes. Importantly, the Palkia's shoulder gem was cracked and Steven Universe was not there to save, no. <laughs> save it. So. Yeah, so um, that was probably the reason that they were fighting us because Palkia's yeah, gem was cracked. I think that's the idea. Um, um, and then they hear the song Arasian and are calms down and they, you know, re- return to 
um, well, Dialga returns to like the space time zone or something into the next movie, which we'll talk about next time. Yeah, <laughs> flies away into the next movie. But yeah, um, they're returned to to where where they were before. But before um, Palkia escapes, Don and Ash are just like, "Look at what you did! Yeah. Fix this!" Yeah, which Palkia does. <laughs> and Palkia's like, immediately. You're a good point. <laughs> yeah. And then um, at the end, they're all they're all mourning Darkrai. They're yeah. all like, "Oh, thank you, Darkrai, for giving your life." And yeah. then Pikachu sees out of the corner of his eye a little shadow on the wall, and they turn around and they see Darkrai. <sighs> he's back, and he's gonna protect the town. Yeah, um, the, again. Yeah, the Dark Knight that the town needs standing yeah. on the top of the Space Town yeah, Tower. Yeah, it's very Batman. <laughs> it's very Batman. Okay, so um, so that was the movie. Um, it was like you know, it had plot, but it didn't feel winding in our description, like in the sense that it was all like basically leading up. Yeah, to... Yeah, I think this is a great example of our description not matching how the movie felt because I think our description was again a little me- more a little meandering, but uh, it did, the movie did not feel that way. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think that uh, it, I get, I don't know if our description made that make any sense but it was basically all leading um all leading up to this clash with yeah. and Palkia. Um, um and yeah so i guess maybe we should talk about where it was ranked before yeah so i had it ranked at the very bottom of the following the next tier up so um once again in the original list we had a very bottom tier we had a second bottom tier and now this is the first one in the tier above um yeah. But it was at the very bottom of my list. Um, what I remember ranking it is uh, is that there there's a lot of there's a lot of battling. There's a lot of things going on at one like you know all the time. Um, it it is a little bit not confusing, but there's just there's just so much going on, um, so many kind of threads to follow uh, that you can't really like grasp grasp at them. I think for a lot of these movies that are more in the middle going to get harder to talk about why they were ranked where they were because a lot of them are just very middling you know um well, i mean I, I kind of remember why i ranked um it where it is mm-hmm. um the funny thing about this one is that it was actually pretty high up originally the dark Rain movie i remember watching it and i was like oh this is like you know one of the first movies that I, i'm seeing that like didn't truly inspire me like a few of the gen 3 movies like the deoxys movie and all of that stuff or the Entei movie but it's like a solid movie. It's definitely a movie. It's got pacing. It's got, you know, all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. a solid movie. And then weirdly, it, like, kept getting beat by other movies yeah. um, that followed it. Yeah. And so it wound up at the bottom of the middle tier, whereas it used to be, like, at the top of my middle tier, like, before. Yeah. It's not, like, a great movie, but it was, like, a really solid, um, entertaining movie. It had a flow. It had a great Licky Licky. It has a lot of cute Pokemon. And like, and Alex actually had an, a different movie uh, in between Darkrai and Latios and Latios movie. Yeah, so I would say that the Arceus movie, which is the next movie that I think we're going to watch, yeah. and the next movie on, um, uh, in chronologically, yeah, uh, was just below the Darkrai movie. But all of their movies in this kind of like middling tier, I thought ended up being better than the Darkrai movie, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, to me, because I definitely thought it was a solid movie. Um, yeah. Um. So watching it again. I I think the biggest thing for me was that this is the first 
in, in our our watch so far in this, this past week, this is the first time that watching a movie I've felt like genuine genuine narrative tension yeah. as an audience member. Like I actually felt some level of like narrative anxiety when like Ash and Dawn were like racing up the tower, yeah, um, trying to like put the song in. Like I really felt like, oh man, I hope I hope they make it. You know, like there was some there was some real level of emotion there that just wasn't the case in any of the previous yeah movies. and like stakes right like you know yeah. sure like the space time continuum or whatever like hoopa blah 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 yeah. but like you know they started off by saying that like hey weird things are getting messed up around town we need to get dark they build it really well now there's a bunch of ghosts floating around we yeah. need to get dark right now we're trapped in this town and this guy's a licky licky which yeah. is always a great way to raise the stakes yeah just to make him unfortunately he turns back into a human at the end of the movie yeah by the way to our great dis- disappointments <laughs> yeah uh anyway um he now he's a licky licky now the stakes are like you know higher and higher and then now we have this huge clash between literally space and time um as they're climbing this thing it's really you know structured very well um and i was more impressed of of that than i was even at the time which i was originally impressed with this as well i find Mm -hmm. that the um as a structure as the as the narrative tension the kind of like rise in action falling action all of that stuff the the uh, strength of the climax all of that stuff really well done in this movie yeah um i think that i also just you know personally enjoyed like a lot of characters i always enjoy piplup whenever uh, piplup's on screen yeah i was i was going to uh. say another strength of of this movie that's almost cheating i guess in a way um <laughs> is that having watched like all of the anime um, i think ash and don have a really strong like peer relationship yeah um frequently ash is like the less mature of his his companions but not that don is like immature but like i think ash and don have a very great like like equal partnership friendship pairing um and that really comes across in this movie since they're both kind of equally helping each other to like try to get to the top of the tower like uh, don is like using her pokemon to like patch up the staircase as it like you know gets destroyed they're really like really like working together in a very convincing way yeah don and ash are great partners there's this kind of like you know love triangle which you know we all see where it's going but like it's not a yeah, big deal with, with, with alice, alice antonio and antonio it's, it's and cute. baron licky licky it's cute enough uh yeah yeah it's cute enough like so like the characters are well drawn the pacing is good um yeah i i, I found that enjoyed all of those things more than um i thought so like basically um if I were to say that before, I thought that it, it was structured in a way that it made it more than the sum of its parts, which I still agree with. I also find that the parts are really good, too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is a movie with great, great, you know, ingredients, like great, you know, yeah. like, you know, lines, great, like moments, great characters. And the whole movie is structured in a way that it's more than the sum of its parts because yeah. of the way that it's paced and all of that stuff. Um, I find that also the parts are great is what I found more. So um, this time around. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would also say that I, you know, there are, there are still some things that I can kind of like nitpick at it, which is why it's not up in the like amazing movie tiers or anything like that. Uh, it's, you know, there's still things that I can say, well, like, you know, Brock didn't really do anything. Um, some of the Baron Licky Licky stuff seemed a little like pushed in. Another thing, I don't think we even mentioned our normal team rocket in the previous movie but uh jesse and james they were there in the previous movie they were also here in this movie um just kind of saying we're gonna catch dark guy and then they followed baron licky licky around a bunch and didn't do anything anything. um so there's still some things that i um you know can nitpick about uh 
which is why it isn't higher. But overall, you know, it's an enjoyable experience. I didn't feel like I was waiting for the movie to end at any no, point. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, which is amazing because this was this one's like an hour and a half. It's on the long yeah, end. Yeah. Um, but they really fill the time uh, pretty effectively for the most part. Although I will say there are some moments like towards the at the end when they're all morning dark right they have a maybe like it feels like two minute flash full two minute like flashback (laughs) sequence of things that happened like 10 minutes ago in the movie so i almost wonder if maybe they were trying to fill fill a certain amount of time or something but um but overall like you know you you don't feel impatient for the movie to end um you feel really feel genuine narrative tension. Um, the new characters they introduce are great. I will also say that Alice's hair makes her look like Isabel from Animal Crossing, <laughs> which yeah. is fun. And she has a great outfit. Or at she least a dog. Like, she looks like a, she has like dog ear hair. Yeah. She has a fun like kind of sporty look with like a bell bottom jean, yeah, I really like, like bell bottom cargo too. pants kind of thing. Yeah, uh, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and Baron Licky Licky is a Licky Licky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's always good for the times that he's not Baron. Seeing Alberto. a Licky Licky being very serious and commanding yeah it's fantastic <laughs> yeah yeah i think that the um strength of like the middle tier is going to be a lot of movies which we'll enjoy but we won't like really be dying be blown to go... away away by yeah like we won't be dying to like show somebody like yeah you know, like i like you know like this licky licky for the time that i'm watching this movie but i'm not gonna say like go know, out of we... your way to say yeah yeah go out know, of your way we need so... to watch this movie guys <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like i yeah. think that's a good movie but not something i'll go out of my way to watch which you know is really what propels some movies to the uh top yeah <laughs> which eventually we'll get to yeah i'm just cracking up thinking about like i choose you over there. just like i guess you have to watch this movie <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll explore those thoughts when we watch that yeah again. <laughs> okay so so what where are we ranking this Gigi? so i i'm keeping it um in the same tier which i'm currently calling definitely a movie yeah um, although i might change the name or maybe make an additional tier uh keeping it kind of where it was at the bottom of the next tier um or in the next tier, I guess we'll see if other movies end up below it. Um, yeah, and I think I'll agree with Gigi, and so that makes our lists the same so far. Which yeah, which is, is pretty amazing. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I think this rewatching thing is uh, pretty effective. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> looking forward to the Arceus movie, like you know, yeah. making us clash. Because I think I think in a way I felt about the Arceus movie the way that you felt about the Hoofa movie, oh, where okay. I was like the the it's it's. The bad parts of it are really funny to me okay. <laughs> in a visceral way, and so uh-huh. I ranked it higher than you. Yeah, so um, we'll see. But we'll have to see. That, uh, that's we'll next episode. So for now, um, I'm also going to have this a tier above the other movies that we talked about and a, mov- a tier that I'm calling It Is a Movie. <laughs> it is definitely yeah. a movie. Yeah, I feel like the same way. It's just like, you know, this is what watching a movie is like. It's like you kind of remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel some tension at some point. Yeah. There's like a climax. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Pretty, pretty low bar, but there's five movies below that. So <laughs> yeah, five movies that aren't really a movie. That don't really hit that bar. No, not really. Um, and so un- unless, you know, any of the movies above it on the list manage to severely disappoint we have yeah. like kind of two tiers sort of locked down in a way yeah um and those are the for me entertaining enough tier which uh stars the hoopa movie at the top followed by latios latias and then genesect and then pokemon 2000 and then the tier on the bottom by itself pokemon ranger <laughs> yeah the bad tier yeah yeah um, and that that's our list so far it's the same um yeah, um, and with the, the only real notable change that we've done from our previous list so far being the step down of the Latios Latios movie in the slide. and the step up of Pokemon Two Thousand. Oh yeah, out of the to, bad tier. Out of the bad tier. Yeah. Um, 
the, yeah. the two big notable changes are the swap between Latios, Latios, and Hoopa, and then the 2000, like, climbing But it, out but of it is hole. nice to see that I feel like, for the most part, our ranking upon first watching is pretty... Close to the mark. Pretty close to the mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that, you know... I feel like I need to apologize in some way to all of, like the Pokemon 2000 stands, like where we were like really brutal to that movie. I mean, yeah, we were maybe a little too brutal, but to be fair, it is still second to last. It hasn't actually changed in the space where. It yeah. Is. yeah. Um, it's just you know we're acknowledging We've that, that it's, it's closer in quality to the second to last year than to yeah. pokemon ranger it's closer in quality to genesect than it is to pokemon ranger nothing can be similar to pokemon <laughs> no. ranger so um, upcoming we've got three movies the next movie we will watch is arceus and the jewel of life uh-huh. <laughs> um followed by uh, i'm pretty sure it's called giratina and the i really should pull these up before we start yeah. giratina and the sky warrior Will be after Arceus and the Still Jewel of Life. Still know what the Sky Warrior is. I'm pretty sure I didn't I at think the end of that that's, movie. I think that's Shaman because it, it. Oh yeah, it turns into the, into the flying sky guy. Form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Um, and then. Oh, oof. <laughs> this is where it gets a little tricky. So, um, hmm. Maybe, we have very vast differences in the upcoming movies. I think the next one we should watch is Macaron Prince, Victini. Okay, yeah, because that's closest. Because I think how that's closest. Yeah. Um, what's that movie actually called? It's not actually called Macaron Prince Victini. It's Victini, and this is the, unfortunately the one with two versions. Uh, oh yeah, we're not gonna watch both though. No, no, no. Pokemon. The, okay, this is Pokemon the movie Black Victini and Reshiram, and Pokemon the movie White Victini and Zekrom. I wonder which one we watched before. I think that we watched the one with the. Oh God! But they're both in each movie. And they just swap the uh, whether yeah. or not I guess each it one is really truth matter. or ideal. So it doesn't really That's matter. That's a whole other thing. But the, the, <laughs> those are our next our next movies. Yeah, We've so got if... Arceus and the Jewel of Life, um, Giratina and the Sky Warrior, and Pokemon the movie Black Victini and Reshiram, or White Victini and Zekrom. Yeah, so if you're following along, you can go ahead and watch those movies um, and see how they stack up for you. And we'll see if any of them, you know, re- keep their spot here in the middle tier. At this point, we're starting to actually enjoy these movies a lot, fortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, we'll see if they keep their spot in the middle tier or if any yeah. of them drop into the uh, forbidden bottom two and tiers. Once again, please tell us if you know why there's two Latioses at the end of that movie. <laughs> I really would like to know. Um, yeah. So I have been Gigi. Yeah, and I'm Walex. And thank you for listening to the Pikachu Project Project. Yeah, thank you. Uh, stay safe, wash your hands. And we will see you again soon. Okay. Bye-bye.